when are we expected to get the order, babes? In 28 to 40 minutes or so. Damn, that ain't bad at all. It's priority mail. I mean, priority. Basically. Delivery. Delivery, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, well, it's not bad if you um if you choose priority. It, it only costs uh, um, two extra dollars, but I think it's worth it. I've ran wine bars before for charities and different things like that. Mm -hmm. But it's been a hot minute. And I've always used a wine cork. We bought wine for the chicken piccata recipe tonight. Mm -hmm. But neither one of us really drinks at home. I don't you drink, don't drink at all. I don't drink at all. And you don't usually have alcohol at home. No. But I went on to YouTube and saw this technique for using a knife. I did it a little bit wrong because the cork is supposed to come out of the bottle and this time I went into it. Yeah. But I think it's going to be fine because it poured over my hand so it's coming out of the bottle. Yeah. And since we're using it tonight, I wasn't too concerned. So I put on um, some paper towel over it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think it'll, it'll hold it there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not spilling out all over the place. I'm thankful that you put it in my sink because... I do not know how to clean up wine spills. <laughs> yeah, and and luckily there is no rug in my kitchen right now, so there was there would be no spilling on the rug. Did you throw that one rug away or what? No, no, I'm I'm gonna wash it. It's okay. in my laundry basket. Very good. Yeah, no, 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 I didn't throw it away. No, I just need to. It just needs to be washed with everything else. We normally don't start off with dreams, but I have a feeling uh, if we don't talk about it now, you're going to forget yours. No, I'm not going to forget it. Okay. No, I'm not. It's 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 not something I could forget. But you forgot it this morning. Well, I didn't realize. I, I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I did have a dream. Oh? I did have a dream last night. It was weird. Nice. Yeah. But we'll get to that later. We though. will get to it later. Yes. I have been reading a book on the BBC called The BBC A Century On Air, mm -hmm. which I believe came out last year wow. on the, you know, 100th anniversary of their launch. Wow. They've been along for around for a while, babes. That's, uh, that is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. They started doing experiments with television in, I believe, 1929. Wow. Uh, I don't think that they have any of those old recordings, unfortunately. The BBC is has been notoriously bad with archive stuff. Huh. Like, they still have some stuff. It's not crazy. But to give you an example, they taped over their master recording uh, a, a coverage of Neil Armstrong's Walk on the Moon. Wow. And They taped over they it? They did. Now, you can find BBC footage of them reporting on it when it happened, but that's only because... Somebody in London who had an early version of a VCR recorded it and gave it to them. Wow. Yes. So there's a lot of stuff that they don't have, unfortunately. Wow. But it's a really good book. It talks about a lot of the people who were involved in its early days. The BBC Studios, I think it was called Broadcasting House, got bombed in 1940 during World War II in 1939, there was something like 100,000 television sets in London, which is pretty impressive when you think about it. And the yeah. BBC was doing a lot of work with television, but it was interrupted because of the war. Mm -hmm. They discuss how they started sending out coded messages to soldiers. Mm -hmm. So, for example, a soldier was supposed to go to the specific location to be picked up. 
and he was told, listen for the name of the mountain. And we're at this specific time during a news broadcast. And the newscaster is going to cough twice right before saying the name and then twice right after the name. Mm -hmm. That was successful. So they started doing all these other coded messages. They started encouraging Germans to do acts of violence against Hitler's regime with wow. these messages. I Was it called the V for Violence campaign? I thought you said victory. V for victory campaign. Yeah. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. But they quickly pulled away because people were starting to get caught and they didn't want to get wow. anybody else killed for this. Wow. It's a good book so far. Huh. That is really interesting. You know that I listen to the BBC a fair amount. Uh-huh. But when did you start getting into their stuff? I, that's a good question because I would listen to a little bit of BBC America, but I wasn't really a BBC person, to tell you the truth. But but then you got me interested in BBC Sounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, Music Planet, J to Z, and uh, Take the Floor are like three of my favorite shows now. They're great. Take the Floor was the first show you really introduced me to. And I'm like, I love this show. This is awesome. And then you said... We should listen to Music Planet. And I had no idea what that was. And I like it. And uh, J to Z. Giles Peterson has some good oh, stuff, Oh, yeah. And too. Giles Peterson. Uh, whatever. What is the name of the show? This The Giles Peterson Show, I the think. The Giles Peterson Show. He's got some awesome, awesome, obscure uh, stuff that we never heard of. And you can't find it. Yeah. That's what I really like is yeah. you can tell that this dude has heard a lot of music in his time. Yep. I'm glad he's a total music person. I am too. He had a guest DJ on this morning. Yep. But apparently the lady who is filling in does a regular show on NTS Radio, which is another service that I really enjoy. I need to go listen to that more. It's good. They have an app and uh, for their on-demand programs, but yep. if you just want to listen to it live, Miss A will play you both of their stations. You actually installed it on my iPad. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Yep. Nice. You did. So you were um you were um uh, you were ahead of the game there. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how ahead though, because I think they started in two thousand and eight and I don't think I discovered their stuff until maybe a month into the pandemic when oh, I was just right. at home going crazy. Well, yeah, because you, you emailed me a, a link to it and I and I heard a little bit of um, NTS stuff, but yeah. now I have the app. Back in the day, the BBC had a different app called iPlayer. Mm -hmm. And while I listened to Take the Floor before the pandemic, I didn't even really explore and know about BBC Six until, you know, everybody was at home. Mm -hmm. A couple weeks into that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, babes, I was listening to Joe Rogan. This was right after the pandemic started. He had on... I think it was the group, the Black Keys, mm -hmm. and the bassist was talking about some radio service he listened to when he was over in Europe. So I go through the interview in like late March of 2020 to find the name of it. It took a while. It was called Radio Nova. Oh, really? Yeah, I checked it out. It's okay, but it didn't really appeal to me. But that got me looking into like alternative ways to listen to music that was huh. a little bit more curated, but not by big corporations. Radio Nova. Every time I hear the name Nova, I think of Nova the TV show. It's a good series. Yeah. It can be a good show. Yeah, a lot about science. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. I, I haven't watched a lot of Nova, but I remember watching Nova 
um, about the um, about the uh, birth um, about a, a childbirth and um, what happens to the mother when she's just about ready to deliver. Um, it was interesting. Um, I watched that episode on um, in my uh, child. It was it was a lifespan development class. Excuse me, um, and it was interesting. Um, but I didn't watch a lot of Nova. Did you? I've seen it. I was more of a frontline guy, but I did like Nova. Okay. What did you learn about childbirth or moms to be? Well, it was it was just featuring one woman who was pregnant and she was um, giving birth to a. I, I believe she was giving birth to a boy. Okay. Her and her it was her and her husband's uh, journey of of being parents. And that was a part of my uh, lifespan development class. It was an interesting class. Um, they we sh we saw a documentary about people retiring. We saw a documentary about um, uh, people that were centenarians. Um, I was reading things about um childhood development. What happens with um a three-year-old versus um, somebody in their, um, you know, close to their teenage years. It's interesting stuff. What were the big takeaways from the Centenarian documentary? Um, I, I guess there was um, some Centenarians that were still driving. There was one lady that still um, remembered Psalm 23, and she was, a, um, I think she was at least 100 um, there was a guy in the documentary that was really, uh, he was a, a hundred something and he could still drive and he was really old. And I think he, um, I think he played golf too. Nice. It was interesting. Well, that's cool. It is. Yes. I've heard stories about women that were like over a little bit over a hundred and they decided to jump out of a plane. I think that's probably extremely rare. They were doing something daring, or I, I was one woman that was doing something daring, and I forgot. I think it might have been jumping out of a plane or mm -hmm. bungee jumping or something, something crazy like that. Yeah. What was that news report we heard this morning about North Korea did a missile launch when we were listening to Giles Peterson's show oh, and they did the it, break for the news? Um, something about Americans, something about North. I didn't quite hear all, I didn't quite understand it. Yeah, we were making banana bread at the time. Which is now done. Yeah, we haven't gotten into it, though. No, I'm glad we did it this morning, honestly. I'm glad we made it this morning because there were things that we had to do. I think we're going to have to break off a piece after we're done recording this, though. Yes, we will. Mm -hmm. We put some cinnamon and vanilla, sugar, um, pumpkin, all spice. Yeah, I think it was, it was, it was pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice... Uh, walnuts, chocolate chips. It was it's it's gonna be good. And bananas, bananas, lots of bananas. We did adjust the recipe a little bit because the one I use has sourdough, but I just didn't want to. You know, and we didn't need to use. We decided not to use flax seeds mm -hmm. because bananas are also a good binding agent. Mm -hmm. So why you know add something else to it that's not really that necessary. Yeah, and it's still going to, I think it's still going to taste good. It smells good. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. We have talked recently about my thoughts on revenge. Yeah. 
and you you know that. Yes. Obviously, you were here for that, and you've listened to me pontificate on phone calls and whatnot. Yeah. But I've been thinking more about this, and nothing's written in stone. Although I keep going back to the idea that it doesn't look like the people who have really screwed me over are doing that hot, that great in life right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about the big occasions. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I should say that story or not, but do you want me to? Did I, did I hear it before? No, you have not heard it before. Really? Yeah. Is it really bad? It's not really bad. Are you the person who uh, did the wrong? Well, it's not the wrong. Uh, I'll just tell you. Mm. So you know that I used to be involved with the Blind Cafe. Yes. And I loathe the people who were running it. Yeah. Valentine's Day, I was told, is the best weekend for bringing in profits there. Like, the shows sell out really quickly. Uh-huh. People are more willing to donate money to the organization. Mm-hmm. Folks are often excited to tell their friends and they want to volunteer. So I go on Facebook this week and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, well, I wonder if there's any shows this weekend with the Blind Cafe. And Mm -hmm. I should be over it. I know I'm not. Mm -hmm. But I want there to be shows just so I can hear how badly they went afterwards. Mm I see that the founder has some video of somebody brushing his teeth. Huh? And there's, like, no promotion about any upcoming shows. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, you heard me correct. Somebody is brushing this guy's teeth. Yes. Oh, boy. And he's, like, strapped down to a chair. Wow. Are you serious? I'm serious. I played for you, but you can't see it. Oh, I, I, no. I don't need to hear that. Well, you, you don't hear anything. You don't hear anything? It's just... It's like, it's like a weird thing and he's acting all cringy in the video he's 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 strapped down to a chair that's what it looked like to me as a blind dude wow okay that's interesting does he look kind of disheveled i I think so yeah but the point of story is wow this organization isn't gonna last forever well it sounds like the person running it won't last forever he, or at least won't, um, don't know how long this person has. I don't know. Alana's been praying for his demise, I believe. No, I never said that. Okay. You're putting words in my mouth, Sorry, babe. I Sounds like know. you've been praying for his demise. Uh-oh. You know, you gotta stop that. No, I'm not doing that, bitch. It, 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 it saddens me to hear stories about that, but, you know, at the same time, in some ways, people, there are some people that really do put it on themselves, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's because of their choices. It's because of their choices. That's why that's that's why they are where they are. Because they didn't make such good choices. It made me feel good seeing that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I don't need to watch more of that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So... I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about revenge because I don't like it when I see it happening, when I see people failing, or Mm -hmm. if I do, I just like it in small doses like this week. But how do I maintain that attitude throughout the rest of my life when I'm not 
on Facebook and seeing stuff like this. And by the way, I've significantly curtailed how much I use Facebook. Mm -hmm. I haven't posted anything since my birthday. And I'm trying not to look at it nearly as much. Right. Because I think it's bad for you. Right. But you don't, you don't look, you don't go on there very often either. No, but I was on there this week. You are. And that's where I saw that weird video. Huh. Well, I think initially, I mean, this is just, um, you know, we are wired to react this way. I think initially we are wired to think bad thoughts about a person we don't like. Like, I hope that they, you know, may they, may they uh, lose all their hair or whatever, you know. May Lucifer take them into the depths of hell for eternity. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead. I didn't say that. But okay. I just said that initially we want bad, we, we think of bad things that should happen to someone we don't like. But um, it's, um, it, 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 you do feel really sad when you see that, oh, this person has some health issues. Mm-hmm. It does make you feel like, oh, wow, um, I'm glad I didn't take revenge when I thought of it. Or, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, I kind of go, I, I go back and forth with it. I think revenge sounds fun at the time, but if you really think about it, if you're the one who causes um, hurt to somebody else, it really doesn't feel good, I think. I think the way my attitude is now, mm-hmm. overall... I'm starting to feel a little bit cringe over the idea of revenge. But because I believed in it for so long, there's some growing pains along the way. Mm-hmm. So I would it's, you say that's a good analysis? Yeah, it's 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 kind of funny in movies. But yeah. in, in real life, I don't think there's really a whole lot to laugh about. No. Yeah. Yeah. People, people can say, people, people can say a lot of stuff about somebody that they don't like, but if it, if, if they really know what's going on to whoever the person is and it's really, really bad, I think they would really think twice about it. Well, good. Hopefully. But you were never that big of a fan. Not really. I mean, there were things that I, you know, I'm not going to say that I always thought good things about people I didn't like because I didn't I, I didn't feel that way right mm-hmm. I mean if, if we're totally honest nobody really feels that way about somebody initially that they don't like they they're like you know thinking about oh what would happen if I took such and such and I you know I I threw a bunch of pies in her in his or her hair or whatever I messed <laughs> up their clothes you know just something simple not like taking a knife and stabbing them or anything. not praying them for not praying that they get cancer or anything. No, like, 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 for example, like, what if they had white, everything white on, and I took pies and I just like smeared cream all over their clothes. <laughs> they, they, they didn't have a change of clothes and they had to go home that way. Yeah. You know, that's funny, but uh, actually doing that, no, I wouldn't do that. Nice. I wouldn't do that in real life. It would be funny to think about. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I hear you, babes. You know. Well, good. Okay. Yes. I'm glad that I'm evolving when it comes to revenge. You're, you're growing, love. You're growing. That's what we're here to do, hopefully. Yeah, you, you would hope that people grow, uh, emotionally grow throughout their lifetime. Some mm-hmm. people never do that. 
Some That's people, true. Some people are forever emotionally young and they never they never grow up, which is really sad to me. I've heard of people in their 60s. I have no I know people in their 60s that are still as immature as they were 20 years ago. Well, it's very sad. I'm glad that's not me. They Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't help that in our day and age, we have things like Facebook where we can just check in on people and see how they're doing. Yeah. In some ways, it's uh, probably best we didn't have Facebook or Twitter Instagram. I don't yes. know. Well, I think Elon Musk is slowly destroying Twitter, so pretty soon that will be gone. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I don't go on Twitter, so it really doesn't bother me. That's good, babes. I never I never I never like wanted to jump on the Facebook wagon and I'm just like, oh, what's the point? I mean the only reason I would ever go on it is to find someone that I haven't seen in years, but then uh, you know I would have to know what this person looked like and they probably, you know, what if they changed? Well, you could technically maybe read their bio. Yeah. And get a sense of, is this the same person? That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some people put out videos, you know, yeah. or audio stuff. So, I mean, it's really the only reason. Well, good. My mom has tried to get me on Facebook and I said, no, I don't want to. No. Let her stay on there. Yeah. And I know some people use it as a platform to get their, um, you know, to get themselves out there. But I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit leery about that, too. One of the things I started thinking about is because I try to limit my Facebook friends to people who I actually know. Mm -hmm. If I have something to say to them, I could actually just like call or text. Exactly. Instead of posting something on my wall. I think that is... Um... One of the reasons why some people are just so disconnected, right? Because now they have a way to post things on their Facebook wall, but they don't know how to connect with somebody on a personal level because they're so connected to connected to their devices. I was at an event maybe a week and a half ago uh -huh. talking to some people, a guy who's in his 70s but is pretty active said to me you know it seems like things have fallen apart and he's like and i know i'm an old guy and old guys say that a lot but it does feel that way there was another woman at the table who's maybe 10 years older than me mm -hmm. and is a second grade teacher and she chimes mm -hmm. in and says you know i've been teaching second graders for about 20 years now and i can feel the difference so i asked her to elaborate mm -hmm. she's like Kids now, if you tell them to draw a picture of something, she's so like 90% of my class, if you just say of something, they won't be able to come up with anything they because they need a template and they don't play by themselves. They don't just hang out. They're, they There always has to be an adult around. Wow. Because when I was in second grade, like from kindergarten um, on, right, they would have toys in the classroom. So in kindergarten, I had, you know, there was blocks mm -hmm. and there was color, you know, crayons for kids who wanted to color. There was um, all kinds of toys for kids to entertain themselves. And we were just fine. We were just playing with toys. And it was it was good uh, fun. And, and, and some kids, you know, some, some schools had sandboxes 
I think mine had a sandbox. Um, but a lot of kids would play in the sandbox. A lot of kids would play on the, um, on the playground equipment. I wonder how recess is now, if they still have that kind of stuff. And I know there are, there are some schools that want to take recess out, and I think that's um, not a good idea. I think that's horrible. I think it's a horrible idea because I, I know how beneficial recess was to me because I needed that break. I needed at least 30 minutes. And then lunch recess was a little bit longer. And that was fun. I, I, I think that's such a beneficial thing for kids because they need to run around. They need to play with um, other kids. They need to play. They need to know what it's like to play with other people their age. But we live in a society now where the emphasis is on profits uh -huh. and not these abstract ideas of arts or the greater good. It's just about making money. Uh -huh. So I think that's why they're getting rid of it or trying to is because they don't want these kids running around. They want them to be addicted to medication. Yeah, it's... um. It's really interesting. Um, I told you about that one comedian who was on Ritalin when he was a kid. Mm -hmm. And he, because he had ADHD, and I'm thinking, can you imagine how, I mean, he's a creative guy anyway, but can you imagine other stuff that he would be able to do had he not been uh, given Ritalin? And if he was he was um, allowed to run around for maybe even uh, a couple of minutes a day. After, even if recess was go was was going, even if recess was not happening, because some boys need that, especially boys. I think there's an interesting argument to be made that maybe the first period of the day should be recess because it gets kids running around, and then you can kind of focus them until around lunch. Hmm. I I liked that my lunch recess was longer in elementary school because. We only had a 30-minute recess for morning recess. And, you know, the kids just ate lunch and they had a long day of studying already. And I think it was like for an extra, it might have been for an hour, I think, for lunch recess. And then um, and then uh, they we would be ushered back into class. Interesting. So, so I I was thankful for recess. There's this book that I got. I think it's called boys and men mm -hmm. and it's about how because i saw an interview with the author mm -hmm. men have been losing ground over the last couple of decades so more women are getting college degrees uh a lot of men feel disconnected now compared to previous generations i'm interested to check it out but you know how i am different books come in the way did it talk about the emasculation of men? How um, women, how some women have um, emasculated these men? I believe it goes into that, but I could be wrong because I haven't read it yet. I've just seen interviews with the author. Yeah, it's very sad. But I have a copy of it, so yeah, they're um, you know men are being feminized and and they are being um, emasculated, and it's it's a really sad thing thing to see. And that's not to take away anything that happens to women. Or transgendered people. It's only trying to say we can acknowledge that both sexes, or multiple, if you want to go there, are dealing with a lot of different stuff. And mm. the older I get, the more I believe that 
there's a lot of grief in our country and in our cultures as human beings that we just haven't dealt with properly. I think even more so now because now there's like a um, an epidemic with anxiety mm-hmm. and depression and um, previous generations, older generations than us have been able to, I don't know how they were able to deal with it. And they, but they dealt with it, right? I mean, with the Great Depression, can you imagine how depressing that would be for us? There's a reason they call it the Great Depression. Yeah. I don't know that we would be able to handle that. I doubt we could, to be honest. Because generations before us who were in the Great Depression, they... uh, they knew they you know they they figured out ways to handle that but people from that era also took away a lot of things that weren't necessarily the best for them mm-hmm. for example just devoting yourself to work mm-hmm. or being a complete pack rat mm-hmm. because you didn't know when you were going to run out of resources yeah i've i've heard stories of retired men and women that they they don't do anything but collect things or hold yeah. on to things. And that's why they become hoarders, severe hoarders sometimes. Because some of them moved around a lot. So they wanted to save whatever they could from wherever they moved. And they were holding on to it because maybe they were poor. Or uh, something like that. Some kind of, uh, maybe some kind of traumatic um, thing that happened. I do think that we need to deal with our collective trauma. I just don't know what the best method best method of doing that is. Yeah. Um, I don't think that over-medicating is an answer. Though, no. Because there's so many medications that have done um, more damage to a person physically and mentally than... Um, if they didn't use medication. I get that in extreme cases, yes. But it shouldn't be the rule that if somebody's feeling depressed, you go straight to medication. Yeah, and that's what psychiatrists do. They just medicate. Not all of them, but you are correct in the sense that a lot of them are lazy, I think. And that's their first approach. Uh-huh. And, um... I mean, I don't know. I think it gets trickier when you're looking at like paranoid schizophrenia because mm-hmm. some or, or bipolarism because I think there are people that really that may need medication to control their moods because if they're not on medication, they could do something crazy. So it's, it gets a little bit tricky when it happens, when, when people have those kinds of disorders. I could see, though, that there are probably people who are depressed and need medication but why don't we try other things first, like getting them involved with the community? Yep. Exercising more, meditation. And, and volunteering. Yeah. And I noticed that there's been a, it's a really weird thing, right? Because sometimes when you bring that stuff up, people will say, amen, you're, you're preaching my language. And other times, people who claim to hate Big Pharma will say, you're giving a, a simplistic answer to this. Right. But we need to start somewhere. And uh-huh. I wonder how much of the blowback is because Big Pharma funds a lot of our media. I'm not saying it all is, but it must contribute to some extent. They're 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 in lockstep together for sure. Mm-hmm. Um 
Well, I've been hearing um, ads about volunteering, like people that are 55 and over, uh, older that are retired, they, um, they find a lot of fulfillment volunteering at different places like hospitals and schools and things like that because they're, they're no longer um, working anymore. I think um, volunteering is al always a good start. Depends on what you're Depending volunteering Depending on what you're for. volunteering to do, yeah. Yeah. I've had times where I volunteered and I'm like, why did I even do that? Uh, but everybody's well, different. Volunteering at that at, at, as a receptionist at that homeless shelter was definitely an experience. That was back when you were a teenager. Yes, it was. It yeah, was part of my, um, my uh, project for high school. And um, I learned a lot in those two weeks. Mm. And this is during a Christmas break vacation. Um, and it was actually, I mean, yes, it was for a project, but I really got a lot out of it. But it was still a very, very sad thing. Hold on a second. Oh, I'm about to get some groceries. Okay. Nice. And what I really like is if the drivers call me and they say, oh, I can't find this thing. Is there anything else you want? Mm -hmm. It's easier if they call me because then they'll, you know, I can just say what I what it is. Did I tell you what happened the other day? What happened? I have, or I guess I did, and I'll have it again soon, is Walmart Plus. Yeah. And I knew this month was supposed to be when I paid my annual subscription. Uh-huh. As you know, I had an issue with my bank. They, I got a new bank card before my subscription ran out. So I put it into my account. Yeah. But my bank rejected the Walmart Plus purchase. Oh. Because they said it was suspicious. What? So I, you know, tell my bank that's okay. But meanwhile, Walmart had already denied my card. So now oh. I have to reach out to them oh, to no. get it renewed. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-oh. So. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's not your fault, babes. No, I know it's not my fault. I'm just sorry I had to go through that. Yeah. It is It is a little bit of a hassle, but I think once it once uh, that gets uh, resolved, it'll be fine. And I got to get blues tickets while it's still the early bird special. Oh. And it's only $99. A ticket. Yeah, or because they're going to pump it up to $120 on March 1st. Oh. And I'm not going to pay that. No. That's insane. $121? $120. $120. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it'll be more than that when they add in their convenience fee, their death to America fee, their pro-America fee, you know, their we're screwing you over fee, their we love you fee, their we'd never screw you over fee. Oh, my goodness. You know, they have all these hidden fees. Wow. That's another reason I think people are pissed off, babes, is because... We can never get a straight answer about anything, and prices are going up, but the wages people make aren't reflective of it. So if you made, let's give you an example of, super simple, let's say you made $100 last year around this time, mm -hmm. and you're making the same amount now, it's almost like you made $85 last year because of the rise of in inflation. I don't know if my explanation just made any sense, but people are, they're technically making less money now than they did last year because of inflation, even though on paper it's the same amount. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to say about We've that. We've got a lot of greedy people out there on the top. But we also have a lot of people in grief too. Yeah. And they're and they're kind of wondering uh um how um how expensive it's gonna be for their next meal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 tough. It really is. The government does us no favors. And neither do big corporations. They uh, Yeah, God. It upsets me that early bird tickets are $99 for Blues Fest. It is. Yeah. That's outrageous. It is outrageous. I, I know we talked about it last year, but I don't remember what it costs off the top of either. my head. Yeah, it, it 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 did annoy the both of us, actually. Yeah. I I think it was over 100 I think you're right. So they might not have changed the prices too much. I, I thought it was insane because people were coming back out and it was a very, very, good, very good year for the festival. And also consider that in 2019, mm-hmm. the last pre-pandemic blues festival, tickets for the entire weekend were 40 bucks. See, that is, yeah, that sounds a lot better than $99. Right, but it's also... If you want to get people back, why drop, you know, jack up the price so dramatically? Yeah. Exactly. You're like tripling it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing. People, politicians are saying, well, why aren't more Oregonians going out? Well, violence has gone through the roof and people are charging more and they're making less money. So why, why do you think it might be? I don't know. That's my little rant, babes. Yeah. Yeah. Starting off with a little cynicism there. Thank you there, J-Woe. I know that's your favorite part of my personality, babes. Uh, No, it isn't, actually. I thought it was. Uh, No. Okay. Okay. Have you been doing any reading? Well, not since the last time I read. But um, it's been a it's a it's been a pretty busy week. Oh, yeah. What did you do this morning when I was in the shower? Oh, I thought I heard you come out and play with your shelves or something. When um, I was in the shower. No, 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 no. I no. I I closed the door because I, um, I went back in the kitchen and I just wiped off the counter. Gotcha. Yeah. I I wasn't playing with any shelves. I was also singing that song numb when I was uh, getting cleaned up. Numb okay. by Lincoln Park. Oh yeah. Did you ever get into their music? A little bit. My my cousin was into their stuff. Yeah. Um, I I got into their their music a little bit. My um, my ex had a CD of theirs and um, and they had some and they also had um, they had Numb, uh, Breaking a Habit. That's been a big hit too. Um, yeah, some of their stuff is good. It's. It's really sad about Chester Bennington. I didn't realize how young he was. 41, 41. right? Yeah. That was just a few years ago. And you think somebody like him has tons of money, probably, you know, hitting it every night with a different woman. He's married with daughters. I don't know what his marriage situation was like, but he could have had any woman he wanted and yet was so depressed that he ended up offing himself. Well, that just proves that this world can't offer us anything that will satisfy us. I don't, I mean, it doesn't even, nope. Wow. doesn't matter how much sex you have, how much money you have. Um, you could, you could saturate yourself with any kind of 
pleasure you want and it's still not going to satisfy you. This is where you and Chester Bennington are probably different than Rick is. Because I think it comes down to resources. It's easy for me to say, but if I had Chester Bennington's cash and level of fame, I think I would be happy. <laughs> you say that now. I do. I think it's a very naive way of looking at it. Because how many people do you know that are really famous that says um, that they're really, really happy? Because a lot of, I mean, even even uh, Jim Carrey said that um, he wishes he wasn't that famous. I will tell you this. The one suicide that really, really got to me was Robin Williams. I know. Because I thought to myself, this guy has a shit ton of money. Excuse my language. Ouch. Sorry. <laughs> you do that all the time. And <laughs> I don't I don't punch you. No, I don't no no, not that. I, I didn't mean to do that actually. I'm oh, sorry. And you hit one of my moles. I, I'm sorry. That's okay, babes. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he's beloved. So I when I heard that Robin Williams killed himself, I mean, we found out later that there was a lot of health issues that contributed to it, but it really freaked me out. I couldn't believe it because I was coming back uh, from the coast and I was heading to um, the Eugene Springfield area and this happened in uh, 2015. No, it was 2014. You might be right. Okay. Anyway. Doesn't matter. It, it it was it was really it was so sad that his wife was the one who found no, I'm not sorry, I'm not his wife, his um his um I think it was his housekeeper or secretary who found him in um in the den. And and, and his wife didn't even know that he did that until the day was over. It was really sad. Yeah, so I I was taken aback by that one. Wow. But I do believe if I was Chester Bennington or had Chester Bennington's money and access, I'd be pretty cool, at least for a while. But I might never know. Jaywoo! Oh. Did I tell you, babes, that I had a friend who wrote a play about blindness based on the music of Linkin Park? Really? Yeah, but then he gave up the project because they wouldn't give him the rights to use their music. Oh, really? Yeah, he was, like, upset with the band. Like, oh. those assholes won't help me out at all. Oh, like, oh, 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 that one. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I kind of have a, I have, I kind of have a feeling that he never asked him. I don't know the J-Wo. Well, I mean, I mean, we both have talked about this, but he, he, he likes to say that he's doing these projects, but... Never seems to finish them. Uh oh. Or at least has an idea about what he wants to do, but never finishes it. Well, good. Do you really think that he asked uh, Lincoln Park and they said no? I think that's what the story is, but I might be remembering that wrong. I have my own things to be depressed about. <laughs> I worked at the Blind Cafe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, this person says a lot of stuff, but. Thank you, Leia. I'm not even going to say anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. I like some of their music. I'm not a huge fan, but I understand the appeal that some yeah. people have towards Linkin Park. I mean, they are very talented. Yeah. Yeah. Chester Bennington in particular. 
I don't know. That other dude, Mike Shinoda, actually wrote the songs. Did he? And Chester just sang. Yeah, that's what I've heard at least. A good duo. There we go. Well, you know, there was other members of the band. Yes, sir. But I heard an interview with Mike this week. Uh-huh. And he, he was asked, well, would you ever do a thing where you reunited the band? Because they're promoting the... 20th anniversary of the release of one of their albums mm-hmm. and there's like bonus material in the new version mm-hmm. that's coming out and he says we're not doing that yet mm-hmm. but the implication i got is eventually they're gonna bring lincoln park back oh well which i don't know i don't really want to see that well it's just not the same yeah it's not the same because um chester bennington was a big part of their sound mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh. Wow. All right, so she's going to be here soon. Mm-hmm. Should we... Tr- she or he, I don't know. I thought the name was Catherine. I, I couldn't tell if it was Catherine or something else. It's it's sometimes hard to say because it reads it fast. Interesting. Yeah. I always like to keep my voiceover stuff close to full speed. Yeah. But that's me. Yeah, you're weird like that. I can't understand <laughs> half of what your voiceover is saying. <laughs> Some people are like that. It's like, no, I gotta, I gotta actually hear what it's saying. It's kind of like um, uh, savoring what you're eating and scarfing it down. Yeah, but it also depends on the situation. So if I'm in a crowded room, I might adjust the levels a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how that goes, babes. Mm-hmm. Yes. This might be a shorter one, but should we talk about the movies or do you want to pontificate about Linkin Park some more? No, I don't want to pontificate about Linkin Park. I did let, I, I, so I was singing that song, Numb. I've become so numb, I can feel you there, I'm becoming me, and I know I may end up failing too. That's, oh. That's a great song. Yeah. Yeah, that is a great song. I become so numb. I can feel you there. Become so numb. So much more aware. It's a good song. It is a really good song. Mm-hmm. That and I tried so hard and got so far. That was my jam. It doesn't even matter. I was going through a really bad breakup. That's a good song. In 2001. Mm-hmm. And that's another Facebook story. I listened to that song a lot when I, uh, me and that girl were going through our thing. Uh oh. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Did you listen to it after, um, <laughs> when she unfriended you again? Friended you again? No. Okay. And then she friended me back and then I accepted <laughs> it, but I made a rule that I named after this ex to where if anybody unfriends me on Facebook, I'm not allowed to refriend them. Wow. So if she unfriends me again, then, you know. She, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Did she, is it. This would be the second time she did it. This would be the second time. And it's so weird because we break up and then one day she calls me and says, I never want to talk to you again. Oh, and I have chicken. She didn't know she had chicken. What? Nice. Nice. Well, very good there, Jay Wall. Yeah, and then, 
All I have to say is I hope the paper clips are a good size. Yeah, we're having issues with Alana's new iPhone. We can't get the SIM tray open, which is super odd to me because I've never had these types of issues getting the SIM tray open. I've and all used... I need is, and, and, I, and I even bought bobby pins, and I thought bobby pins would do the trick. Nope. <laughs> I've opened a fair amount of SIM trays. I've used the tools that come with them, which, by the way, Alana's did not have that. It only had a pen that didn't even fit all the way. I've used pens, pencils, Slate and Silas, bobby pens, and I've never had this type of problem. Insane. Yes. They just made it the whole, like, extra, extra small or something. <laughs> <laughs> I even we, we even tried to use one of my earrings. That's <laughs> right. Because there was a YouTube video talking about that. Yeah, and it didn't and, and the point in uh on my earring didn't even get like it went through but it didn't even pop the thing open. Nope. So paper clips. We'll see how they work then. Jay Whoa. Whoa. Well that'll be good to use anyway because I'll need paper clips or something. Oh yeah? I'm sure. I'm sure I will for papers and stuff. Interesting. Interesting. Nice, nice. <laughs> Paper clip. Paper clippy. Clippies. Let's talk about the movies. We we won't have a lot to say about it because some of one uh, there were some that were just kind of. One of them was at least hard to. Yeah. Keep up. What Alana's saying is, we want to wrap this up so we can get some banana bread before our order. <laughs> That's not why I'm saying it, but go ahead. But tell me about a movie from the 1970s called Logan's Run. So Logan's Run. <laughs> I like you're like, it's called Logan's Run. So Logan's Run is a 1976 movie, I believe. And I didn't realize it was made in the 70s, but it it really did sound, it, it really did sound 70-ish. And it's basically about this, I guess it's a utopia where um, people are leaving, leading a life of pleasure. It's just pleasure all the time. And they live until they're 30 years old. And then when they're 30 years old, they get frozen and they die. They are frozen and they die. And Logan and Jessica, I guess they are identified by number. So Logan has a five after his number, Logan five. And Jessica Six, which I'd never quite got. Did you did you did you understand that? Not really, but I do like the name Jessica, so it worked out in the end for me. Oh my goodness! Keep going, babes. Sorry, I'm not Jessica. Anyway, uh, that's okay, babes. That'll be the name of this episode. Sorry, I'm not Jessica. <laughs> no, don't name it that. Oh, um, that's funny. Um, so they decide. That they want to leave because they don't believe that it's right for someone to die at 30 years old. And so they leave the city and they go outside. Jessica hates it. They go through all these things. They have to go through this like tunnel of ice and they're in a a, a, a place full of ice and there's... Another update. Okay. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, we'll be wearing those masks. Whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> so so that is going on, and um, they uh, go outside, and they, they find another world, and they, they run into this 
old man with a lot of cats. Uh, you could fill in the, the picture there. He had a mom and a dad, and they both died, but he was still alive, and they were shocked to see this dude because he was so old. He made it past 30. So they're like, <laughs> hey, bro, we're going to take you to meet everybody else. Maybe. Because nobody believes that there's anybody old. Exactly. Older than, yeah. Yes. And so they end up bringing him. So so they end up bringing him back. Um, Logan is defying that. What do you call that thing where he's he's supposed to say there's no sanctuary, and and he's he's defying the um, authorities. Authorities. Yes. So. He defies the authorities and he's fighting them. The frozen people come back to life and they're all young and they see this one old guy and they're so enthralled, enamored, whatever you want to call it, by him that they, they, they touch his head and they touch his beard and they're like, wow, how could he be so old? And he's, he's welcoming these people because he has a, he's kind of been isolated with all these cats for a long time. Mm -hmm. He was a funny, he was funny. I don't He's know. He's a comic relief. So, so I checked, I was thinking about how old this guy was. He died in, um, uh, I think it was 2004 at 82. Wow. So when he was in the movie, he was only in his fifties. He's like 50. Yeah. Yeah. But he seemed older than that. Yeah. But I think it's because he was supposed to be really old. Oh. And he's like, hey, yeah, you promised to bury me. And and the girl... Um, maybe, maybe uh, sorry, maybe he was in his early 50s. If the movie came out in 76. Yeah. Yeah. So so the girl made made them promise, uh, Logan and Jessica promised that they were going to bury him when the time comes. And um, so they made, they kept their promise and they brought him back. And uh, that was basically what the movie was. You remembered a whole lot more than I did. I found this very difficult to follow, but I did like it. It was a little bit difficult to follow. And there was a guy named Francis who, I think it was Francis 8 or whatever. He was trying to find Logan and Jessica. And I think he was trying to kill them. But I don't, I'm not quite sure why. I could see reading the book. Yeah. Maybe the book would be an, a little bit more understandable. Yeah. I, I did like this movie, but I can't tell you why I liked it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Uh, we were both pretty tired, too. Mm -hmm. We so, fell asleep during the movie I at different you, points. I know you did. No, but you fell asleep, too, for a minute. You told me so. I did. Yeah. And so did you. I know, babes. You know, babes. I know, babes. Okay, so we watched that. We enjoyed that one. In 1995, I am watching Ricky Lake. Because I was a dumb teenager, I would not do that today. Well, I, I liked her show, too. Okay, good. I loved it then. And she has on Sean and Marlon Wayans. I think it's people wanted to meet celebrities or some junk like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, you know, having fun with Ricky Lake, all that stuff. And she's like, I understand you guys are working on the movie. I believe Sean said, we have a movie coming out soon called Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. It's a parody of hood movies. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, that sounds fun. File it in the mental notes. January the next year, on the 12th, the film was released. I wanted to see it. I like to go to movies a lot with my mom when I was a kid. Kid, I was a teenager, babes. I know. You're, I was you're, 13. You're, you're a teenager still. Yes. 
a, a boy's best friend is his mother. <laughs> but it's Rex. No, no, no. That's um homie from uh, Psycho. Norman oh, that's Bates. right. That's right. Yep. Norman but Bates. my mom reluctantly agrees to come with me to the theater, and it becomes one of her favorite comedies. <laughs> so, oh, is that your phone? That might be the person. Hello? Hello? Would you stop? Sorry, babes. <sighs> I didn't know. We're getting groceries, Jay. Whoa. Yes. yes. Oh, that chicken piccata is going to taste good tonight, I think. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. I believe it will. Yes. When the cold butter gets in there and the yeah. making it a, a white wine sauce. Yeah, it, I got everything, including the cable issue. That's awesome, babes. That's right. Yes. In the movie, yep. Sean Wayans plays Ashtray, mm-hmm. who, at the beginning, the mom basically tells him, I can't teach you how to be a man. You got to go live with your dad, who's like two years older than he is, right? Because <laughs> it's own parent. And he's really short. Yeah. Like, really short. Mm-hmm. I thought he, I think he's, I think that guy's a comedian, but I can't remember. I think you're right. Heard him from. He did sound familiar. I thought he might have been Chris Tucker, but it's not Chris Tucker. No, Chris Tucker isn't. He's just a short guy. Yeah. Oh. Hello? Hello? All right, I had to pause. You'll be back and I'll pause this again. I'm pausing, babes. Okay. Oh, unless you want me to go on a lefty political rant, I no, can do that too. Just, just pause it. <laughs> I'll be back. All right. Here's the problem Buzz. with Marjorie. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm pausing, babes. Stop it. I'll be right. All right, we're back. We are back. It's weird when the lady called. I could kind of hear her voice, so I was trying to make noises yeah, so the voice didn't like... come through on the recording, and I paused it. Yeah. Yeah. What was her deal? Was she just lazy or what? No, she wasn't lazy. What happened? What happened is that she wasn't able to find my apartment number, even though I said 306. Yeah. But um, I guess she didn't have a last name. She just had my first name. Oh, that's odd. Which I thought was really weird. I thought, okay, that's that's weird because people have been able to get into the you know building once they just called me. Mm. Anyway, but she gave me everything I, I needed. Nice. And I was able to carry two bags. Well, good. And... Uh, I got a lot of chicken. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I do. Nice. Yeah, so we're, we we are all set for uh, the chicken piccata slash uh, pasta with pasta. I'm excited about that there, J-Woo. Oh, I'm so glad we made banana bread this morning. I yeah, really we really want to get in it. So we can wrap up Don't Be a Menace fairly quickly if you want. Uh, go ahead, and, okay. I, and I'll give you my um, I'll give you my commentaries on the movies and what I think about it. Marlon is ashtray. No, it's Sean. Sean, I'm sorry, Sean is ashtray. Marlon is Lopedog. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I mix them up. Okay. And he goes to live with his dad. The dad gives him his, this great speech about this: is what you got to do when you're around here. I don't want you smoking none of my shit. I don't want you eating none of my shit. And if you bring any of your hoes up in here, make sure I fuck them first. That's what was his speech. Oh, what was that for? What was that for? I'm trying to do it. 
just see the movie bumps. Is it? It's a good wholesome film. Give me a kiss. No, it's not. Kiss the wholesome boy, baby. No, you're not wholesome boy. Kiss the wholesome. You know everything boy. that's unwholesome uh, in this in this uh, room. <laughs> well, it was a good father to son talk, and he leaves to meet up with his cousin Lope Dog. We see other members of the family, but I'm not going to go through every single detail because they're just yeah. They meet up with their friends. Go to a barbecue. Ashtray falls in love with Daishiki, who is this girl that's maybe 18 with seven different kids. Yeah. I like it when they first meet and they're hanging around and she says, I feel real connection with you. Uh, cigarette? She says, it's <laughs> no, actually Ashtray. It's ashtray. Yes. <laughs> what I thought was, was funny is like, now children... What do you say whenever you whenever you need a nice man? Are you my daddy? That's a good line. That might have even been in the previous to the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Well. But it works. They go through life, have all these adventures. They meet the man at a convenience store. It's a, a white, the white guy, right? Yes. Okay. And Ashtray eventually... Has intercourse with your girl Daishiki. She quick quickly realizes that she's pregnant. There's a scene that I love where they go to this food food cart. It's like Friday night. Yeah. Ashtray tells Lope Dog Daishiki's pregnant. Yeah. The guy at the food cart perks up because he wants to make sure that you know he doesn't get implicated in anything. Yeah. Lope Dog says, "Are you sure it's yours?" And the response is, she told me I was the last guy she was with in the last 20 minutes. The <laughs> only guy she was with in the, the last, last 20, 20 minutes. minutes. The guy gives him their stuff and is like, here you go, sucker. Uh, I, I mean, brother. <laughs> That's right before they get arrested for being black on a Friday night. By a black cop, which is a Bernie Mac. Well, a black and a white a, cop. A black and a white cop. You, you know what I mean. Yeah. They go to the police precinct and... Some of the cops are playing this game called Rodney, where it's basically police officers beating up this black guy. Well. Sean eventually gets out of prison. Life goes on. He decides to take responsibility for his kid. And they move out the hood. Lope Dog becomes the new host of Deaf Comedy Jam. And everybody's happy at the end. And the grandmother smokes a big fat joint. Yeah. This is... Maybe not the best film ever made or the most politically correct film, but I still liked it. What did you think seeing it the first time? I, I, there was definitely some funny parts, but I didn't think it was as funny as you did. Okay. I mean, there were some funny parts, but a, a, a lot of it is kind of stereotypical of, um, uh, those hood movies for sure. But um, it is a parody. But it is genre. a parody. It is a parody. The pregnant thing was funny. Yeah, that's great. Um, she said I, I was the only guy she was with in the last 20 minutes. I didn't really care for the... Um, I didn't really care for the the the, 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 the storyline between him and his dad. I didn't think it was that funny. But it's not used a lot in the movie. No. It is funny though that the um the, the dad is shorter and um only two years older. Yeah. I mean in the movie he's two years older. Crazy Legs was the guy with the um 
he had he was he was paralyzed, right? In a drive-by shooting. Yeah. And there's a great scene where there's another drive-by. He doesn't get shot, but he hits somebody's car, mm-hmm. goes to the hospital. They visit him and he's like, the doctors say I'm never gonna walk again. <laughs> Like, you've been paralyzed from the voice down. <laughs> and you've been that way for five years. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I would tell you this. Mm-hmm. I was a teenager, and I'm over at somebody's house, a friend of mine. We're watching the film. His stepdad comes in, and, you know, it's kind of like Christian, and is like, mm-hmm. you know, this film promotes so many bad stereotypes of the African-American community. And I thought to myself, yeah, it's a movie, but it's a parody of certain types of films. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, but I can understand why somebody would think that. I could get why somebody might think that. Yeah, so I, he's not completely wrong. No. You know, it, um, you know, remember at the, the store when they were, they were, um, oh, no, no, not the store. I'm sorry. Like, like remember that part when that, when Marlon met that girl named A.K.? And she had, um, they were um, aiming their guns at Yeah, other. that was funny. That was... At the barbecue. Yeah. That made me laugh. One, two, three. There was a scene that I thought you were going to love in the movie. No. Are, am I allowed to talk about it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Marlon goes up to this pretty attractive girl. I think your phone just went off. I know. It's just saying, if you got a minute... Tell us how he did. He sits down next to her, find out, finds out that she's single, and then she just farts, and he gets up and walks away. And I thought that you were going to love that scene. No. Okay. I didn't think it was funny. No. I don't. He, he said you seem to think that I I think that farting is funny. And I don't think it is. Oh. <laughs> well, that's what you say. <laughs> what are you tickling me for? Because that's what you say. Heal me. No, it's true. When I don't the, like when the microphone off. It's completely. Hey. All right, give me a kiss. No. Yeah. Okay. Then give me a kiss. Mm. Mm. Oh my goodness. What would you give this film on a scale from one to ten? Um, I think I'd give it a seven. <coughs> I think I'd give it a seven. What did you think was the best film of last night? I It's hard to say because I didn't think they were like the best films ever mm-hmm. either. Yeah. Um, I liked them both. I mean, I didn't think um, Don't Be a Menace in South Central was as funny as you did, but I thought there were there were some funny parts to it. Yeah. And I did like Logan's run, even though it was kind of long and it was hard to um, keep up. There's another funny scene in Don't Be a Menace where Lope Dog goes to a job interview. He's completely unprepared, not dressed for success, is trying to fill out his application. There's some stuck-up dude who just got, who just graduated from Harvard, and it's talking about how I no longer wanted to live off of daddy's money. <laughs> and Lope Dog explains that he just got out of, he spent six months in the county, mm-hmm. goes into the interview, Puts his feet up on the guy's desk and his future job reads on his application. It says something like, all right, so Mr. Lopdog, it <laughs> says something here about your hobbies are smoking weed, getting high, and all sorts of ill shit. I just thought that was really good. He said drinking and smoking. Drinking, that's what it was. I'm yeah. bad with remembering. And then he became a crash, a crash test dummy. Yes. And he's like, woo! 
Let's do it again. One more time. One more time. So I, he was, was it's like, hey, wait a minute. There's no seatbelts on this thing. Yeah. I'm glad you'd give it a seven. They, uh, Jay, whoa. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, it's, there definitely was some funny things in it. Nice. Well, good. Okay. Yes. I know we want to get that banana bread. Banana bread. Real quickly. Yeah. Tell me about a dream you had last night. It was a weirdest dream because I think in the dream you wanted us to move in together, which is really odd because none of us want that. Uh, we never talked about it and no. we never um, expressed that we wanted that. And then uh, we were talking about the two of our beds. And and you're thinking, well, wait a minute. Um, maybe we should get an extra bed for... Um, because you were thinking that we could move two beds into my apartment or something like that. And I'm thinking your bed is a good size bed and my bed is a good size bed. And then you're like, well, wait, maybe we should get an extra bed for... Um, a, for like if we have a guest over i'm like this is a weird dream wow it was odd it was very odd i don't know why i dreamed about that but that's what happened nice all right babe so i know you want to get some of that bread nana bled give yeah. me a kiss and we'll wrap it up okay another <laughs> scene real quick what? that i thought was funny was when they're getting ready to have sex and they're having the foreplay daishiki pours Butter juice. And milk. No, she pours juice, juice on him. He drinks it, and he's sort of he pulls out this wiener. He's rubbing it across her face, and he wants to eat it. He's like, yeah. no, that's the baby's food. No, nah, that's the baby's lunch. That's the baby's lunch. <laughs> that was funny. Well, and then she pours butter and milk on her. That's on right. Him. Yep. And then, and then, what is what is what does he do again? Oh, yeah. the, the, the the oh yeah, the hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And now you know Bugs! What? I just heard that. And if that went out, Bugs. Oh. And if that went out. Now yeah. you know I think that one Bugs! You'd like that one And if that went out, Bugs. It's going to be kind of hard, babes. Why? Because it was so loud and the smell. Bugs. Oh. Bugs. What? What? <laughs> that went out. Well, we got it in this first place. Oh. Bugs! All right, give me a kiss real quick. No. Days, if you don't, I don't know if I'm going to make it. You got to kiss me. It smells as so. Bubs! <laughs> Bubs. All right, give me a kiss. No Nana bled for you. What? Yes, Nana bled for me. If I can survive this, I deserve it. Hey! All right, all right, all right give me a kiss. Stop it or I'll bite your nose. <laughs> All right, babes. My goodness. Is there anything else you want to say? No. All right. Well, I love you. Okay. You you love me? Yes, I love you. Okay, good. All right, babes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.